Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com slash music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel. Good Monday morning. Our big story once again, that extreme heat. Yes, and new areas of the country now on alert. Hi, everybody. Good morning. It's July 24th. This is today. Unrelenting. Yet another week of brutally high temps on tap from coast to coast, set to expand to the Midwest and Northeast. If it's going to get hotter, I'm like, I don't know how we're going to make it. In Europe, a historic heat wave there fueling dangerous wildfires. A popular tourist spot in Greece evacuated overnight. Al's full forecast coming up. Breaking overnight for the first time, North Korea engages in talks over the U.S. soldier who crossed into the country last week. A live report straight ahead. Border showdown. The president and the governor of Texas square off over a floating barrier in the Rio Grande to stop migrants from crossing. The administration ready to sue. Texas not backing down. We'll have the very latest. Arrest outrage. Do not release the dog with his hands up. New body camera footage showing the moment an Ohio officer released a dog on an unarmed suspect surrendering with hands up. Get the dog off of it! Get the dog off of it! Fellow officers heard saying not to do it. The investigation just ahead. All that plus breaking his silence. I went to hell and back. Jamie Foxx speaks out for the first time since his mysterious hospitalization three months ago. I know a lot of people were waiting, you know, or wanting to hear updates, but to be honest with you, I just didn't want you to see me like that, man. What he's revealing and the unanswered questions about what caused his illness. And box office bombshell. Barbenheimer delivers one of the biggest weekends of all time for movies. The unlikely double feature giving hope to Hollywood today, Monday, July 24th, 2023. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kutby, live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Hi, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to today. Nice to have you along with us on a Monday morning. It was a very Barbie weekend or... You know, the atomic bomb. <laughs> exactly. One or the other. By the way, everybody I've spoken to has either gone to see one or the other. And Barbie really blew it out, didn't she? It really, it yeah. really did exceed expectations. We'll have more on Hollywood in a bit. Yeah, we are going to start, though, with this summer and the dangerous and deadly heat. For weeks we've been talking about this, yep. these extreme temperatures from California to Florida. Well, now those triple-digit highs are on the move, expanding this week to the Midwest, from Kansas all the way to Fargo, North Dakota. That extreme weather isn't just here in the United States states, by the way. Check out these images. These are out of Greece. Tens of thousands of tourists on the popular island of Rhodes have been evacuated amid dangerous wildfires caused by a massive heat wave there. And this is the scene in Nova Scotia, Canada, hit with just a 10 inches of rain in just 24 hours. That is three months worth of rain in a single day there. We've got it all covered, including Al's forecast. We'll begin with NBC national correspondent Miguel Almaguer, who's in Phoenix. Today is likely to be the 25th consecutive day above 110 degrees. Miguel, good morning. 
Savannah, good morning. It is tough to describe just how stifling the heat is in so many cities across the country. Walking outside is like walking into an oven. Here in the Phoenix area, it's already 90 degrees, and that'll be the low temperature today. Temps here will rise another 20 degrees over the next few hours. It'll be another dangerous and potentially deadly day. This morning, a deadly and relentless heat wave. It's going to get hotter and like, I don't know how we're going to make it. Over the weekend, the blistering heat setting more than 50 new high temperature records. Yeah, disgusting. We're dripping with sweat. 30 million people across 11 states remain under heat alerts. And as it intensifies, so does the threat of heat related emergencies. In the Bell Canyon area of Los Angeles, a dramatic rescue captured on the Citizen app. Firefighters airlifting two female hikers overcome by heat. While at a Nevada state park, where temperatures topped 114 degrees, two women found dead after their worried hiking group called police. The sweltering summer also bringing a dangerous heat wave to Europe. In Greece, wildfires forcing thousands of tourists to evacuate from the popular islands. NBC's Josh Letterman is there. Here in Rhodes, firefighters on land and in the air struggling to contain this fire that has already destroyed villages. 19,000 people already evacuated, while on the island of Corfu, a new fire raging this morning. Back in the U.S., temperatures continue to rise. We're still far above our average for this date of 106. Phoenix saw its record 24th day in a row with highs above 110 degrees, while in sweltering Miami, the heat index has topped triple digits for 43 straight days. Hey, I'm from Miami, born and raised, and I'm still not used to this. A summer heat wave for the record books that simply refuses to break. The heat here in the southwest certainly is not going to end at least any time soon. First responders are dealing with a record number of calls. They, too, are exhausted. Just alone in the metro area of Phoenix, there's been about 20 heat-related deaths since this summer, and the next couple of days may be the most dangerous. Savannah. All right, Miguel, thank you. All right, Al is focusing on the heat, too, and the hot spots that are still on the way, right, Al? That's right. It's going to be expanding. Good morning, and good morning to all of you. And we're looking at 30 million people from... Florida, Miami, for the, the three, three out of four days, they've had an excessive heat warning and it extends all the way now into the plains. And so we're going to be watching this heat as it expands extreme. So far this month, hottest July temperatures ever recorded for Jacksonville, Key West, Fort Myers, Lake Charles, Austin, Santa Fe, Phoenix, and Tucson and El Paso as well. And that heat is not going away. As you can see, it's actually expanding to the north. Great Falls, Montana, 100 degrees today. They may break their record. Denver, 98. Abilene, 103. Uh, Miami will see 97. That's going to come awfully close to their record high. And then for tomorrow, we've got more records possible in Miami, New Orleans, Denver, Tucson at 112. And this heat's going to expand as the jet stream moves north to the east. Look at temperatures anywhere from 5 to 15 degrees above average. As we go into this week, by Friday, Cleveland, you're going to be in the mid-90s. New York City, mid-90s. Triple digits in Kansas. Kansas City, and then you add the humidity and look at these heat indexes, mid to upper 90s to triple digits, and it's not going away anytime soon, at least right on through the weekend, guys. All right, Al, thank you. Breaking news overnight about the U.S. soldier who crossed into North Korea for the first time. The regime is discussing the case with officials from the U.N. NBC's Matt Bradley is in Seoul, South Korea for us with the details. Hi, Matt. Good morning. 
Good morning, Savannah. So we just heard from a top United Nations general who said that they've started a dialogue with the North Koreans about the status of Private Travis King. Now, you know, this comes as uh, something of a surprise. It's a bit of a breakthrough because it's the first signal that anyone has actually been able to reach the North Koreans about Private King ever since he bolted across the border nearly a week ago. Now, we still haven't heard from Private King himself, and top American officials have said that they haven't been able to reach the North Koreans. Now, this all comes at a uniquely difficult moment for U.S. relations with North Korea. The problem is, is that the U.S. has parked a nuclear-powered submarine here in Seoul, or in South Korea, and that comes just a couple of days after the U.S. Uh, parked a nuclear-armed submarine here in Seoul. So that prompted the North Koreans to launch two missiles into the ocean off the coast. Now, this is, um, again, there's a lot that we don't know about what's going on here. But in the next couple of days, I've been speaking with North Korean officials, excuse me, North Korean experts, and they say that the North Koreans are likely to try to hold on to Private King and use him for their own propaganda. But with all of this still going on, uh, you know, that United Nations official this morning, he said that he remains optimistic. Savannah? We'll continue to watch it. Matt, thank you for the update. Also breaking overnight, mass protests in Israel, where a key vote is being held on a controversial plan to overhaul the country's entire judicial system. NBC's Raf Sanchez joins us now from Jerusalem. Raf, what's the very latest there? Well, Hoda, good morning. As you can see behind me, thousands of protesters have gathered here in front of Israel's parliament in a last-ditch effort to try to stop this legislation going through. These protesters say the Supreme Court of Israel is one of the only checks on the power of the government, and that if this bill to weaken it passes, it will be a major blow to Israeli democracy. Now, police have been using water cannons to try to clear the roads here, but the opposition isn't just the demonstrators on the street. Major businesses have also closed their doors today in protest at this legislation. And thousands of military reservists have said they will stop showing up for duty if this bill goes through. But Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who earlier today was released from hospital after being fitted with a pacemaker over the weekend, says this legislation is necessary to curb the power of the Supreme Court's unelected judges. And right now there is no indication he is backing down. And Rob, we're also hearing from President Biden on this. He's involving himself in this debate. What's he saying? Yeah, that's right, Oda. He is calling for this legislation to be paused, which is a very unusual thing for an American president to do in the domestic politics of an ally, especially on the eve of a vote. In the statement released by the White House, he says, it looks like the current judicial reform proposal is becoming more divisive, not less. Given the range of threats and challenges confronting Israel right now, it doesn't make sense for Israeli leaders to rush this. So, Hoda, we will see in the coming hours whether that is a message that gets through to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Yeah, All right, Raf Sanchez for us there in Jerusalem. Raf, thank you. Also this morning, a showdown over border security is intensifying. The Justice Department now threatening to sue the state of Texas unless its Republican governor, Greg Abbott, commits today to remove a floating barrier designed to prevent migrants from crossing the Rio Grande. NBC's Priscilla Thompson joins us now from Eagle Pass, Texas. Priscilla, good morning. Savannah, good morning from Eagle Pass, where for now, those buoys remain in the water. Governor Greg Abbott says that the state of Texas has the authority to defend its border, but the DOJ is calling those buoys inhumane and illegal, setting the stage for a battle that could ultimately play out in court. 
Today, the Justice Department is poised to sue the state of Texas unless the state's Republican Governor Greg Abbott removes this 1,000-foot-long buoy barrier recently installed on the Rio Grande. Intended to prevent migrants from crossing the treacherous river from Mexico into Eagle Pass, Texas. In a letter sent to Abbott Thursday, the DOJ wrote the state did not obtain proper authorization for the buoys, saying they violate federal law, raise humanitarian concerns, and present serious risks to public safety and the environment. Abbott on Twitter writes, Texas has the sovereign authority to defend our border, echoed by his fellow Republicans. I think you're seeing the governor do everything he possibly can to secure the border. The Biden administration says illegal border crossings have declined significantly since May, when pandemic-era immigration restrictions expired. According to U.S. Customs and Border Protection, total encounters with migrants on this border in June were the lowest in over two years. Legal experts say the state may face an uphill battle if the federal government files suit. If these buoys are covered under the Rivers and Harbors Act, then the federal government has a strong argument that unless the state of Texas has authorization, it must remove these objects. The buoys are roughly four feet in diameter and spin if someone tries to climb over them. They extend at least a foot underwater with no netting beneath them for now, officials say. Lieutenant Christopher Olivares showed us the buoys as they were being installed. We want to prevent people from going to a particular area or dangerous part of the river and prevent them from crossing the river. And it will discourage and hopefully deter some of those unlawful crosses that are taking place and prevent the loss of life. On the Mexican side of the border, this Venezuelan man says the floating barrier puts migrants at risk. While this activist says it won't stop migration, but it will create more deaths. And beyond the floating barrier, Governor Abbott's multi-billion dollar border protection plan has also employed other measures, including putting razor wire all along the embankment of the river. And the DOJ is also investigating claims from a state trooper who says that he was directed to push migrants, including children, back into the river and to deny them water despite the blistering hot temperatures here. Troubling allegations that the state denies. Savannah? Priscilla Thompson along the border for us. Priscilla, thank you. Meantime, there's growing outrage this morning tied to a controversial arrest in Ohio. Body cam video shows a canine officer unleashing a dog on an unarmed suspect after he appeared to surrender following a high-speed chase. NBC's Jesse Kirsch has that story. Hey, Jesse, good morning. Hoda, good morning. Despite our repeated attempts to get comment from Circleville police, so far they're not sharing any details about that incident with NBC News. According to the Columbus Dispatch newspaper, police here say they are reviewing the conduct of the canine officer involved. But it's not clear if he's still on active duty after that concerning scene, which was captured on camera. We want to warn you, the video you are about to see is disturbing. Do not, do not let them In this newly released police body camera video, you can hear a state trooper repeatedly warning a local officer. Do not release the dog with his hands up. But despite Jadarius D. Rose appearing to surrender to authorities, the canine officer still unleashed the dog on the unarmed black man. Get the dog off of it! In this edited body cam video released by the Ohio State Highway Patrol, the 23-year-old cries out as officers move in. State police say the disturbing July 4th incident outside Columbus, Ohio, came after an attempted traffic stop, with Rose driving this semi-truck missing a left rear mud flap.
Troopers chased Rose for nearly half an hour, repeatedly trying to deflate his tires before he finally pulled over and got out of the truck. According to officials, Rose called 911 himself before exiting the truck and raising his hands. Come to me! You don't want me! Come to me, man! That's when state police say a local Circleville, Ohio officer, Ryan Speakman, deployed his canine, which ran toward authorities before Speakman appeared to command the dog to specifically attack Rose. One state trooper walks away with her hands to her face, while the state trooper who initially warned not to use the dog asks, Was that not loud enough? Yeah, you said it three, four more like times. <laughs> Police provided first aid to Rose, who was handcuffed. Just let a dog bite me. Authorities say Rose was treated at a local hospital and charged with failure to comply with order or signal of police officer. The Columbus NAACP's president says the video reminds her of dogs being unleashed on civil rights activists in the 1960s. And she believes this would not have happened if the driver was white. That an officer would unleash a dog on a black man that had his hands in the air and was on his knees. We were mortified by that behavior. The Columbus Dispatch quotes an area African-American Heritage Association's leader as saying that trying, quote, to interject racial discord over this incident will not come from local citizens. We've reached out to Rose. He and his attorney are declining to comment with records showing that he has been released from jail. We've also reached out to Officer Speakman for comment, but we have not heard back. Hoda. All right, Jesse Kirsch for us on that. Jesse, thank you. All right, 718, Mr. Roker's got to check of the weather. Hey, Never yeah. give up on the dream. That Never. is fantastic. As you can see for today, possible showers and thunderstorms making their way into the Northeast, some wet weather down through Florida, but still that summer sizzle will continue record highs in the plains, plenty of sunshine uh, along the West Coast, although we will see a few showers and thunderstorms in the Pacific Northwest. And that is your latest weather, guys. Oh, so. thank you. Still ahead this morning, looks like the Barbenheimer <laughs> hype was real, very real, driving the box office to one of the biggest weekends ever. Kaylee Hartung's all over it. Hi, Kaylee. Hey, good morning, guys. Yeah, it turns out Barbenheimer was more than just an internet meme. It is a full-fledged pop culture phenomenon. Barbie won the weekend, and Oppenheimer blew away expectations, too. Coming up, we'll tell you how the blockbuster success made history. All right, look forward to it, Kaylee. Plus, who's ready to fly? We've got some last-minute deals for summer travel to get a jump start on that. And also the holiday flights. Vicki Wynn will be here with tips for snagging the biggest bargains. But first, this is Today on NBC. La, 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 la. So for the next 15 seconds, picture yourself in a small town. Historic buildings with galleries, restaurants, micro distilleries, forested ridgelines on the horizon, wide alpine meadows, evergreen forests threaded with trails, friendly locals eager to guide you. And if you're not quite ready to leave this fantasy, chances are you're our kind. And you should check out visitparkcity.com right away. Park City, Utah. For the mountain kind. Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com/music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One travel. 
All right, 7.30, Twitter users this morning. When many of you log in, instead of seeing that blue bird, that iconic logo, guess what you're going to see? That. Elon Musk is in the process of rebranding the social media giant, changing the logo to an X instead of the bird. So <laughs> when you say the bird like okay, that, I, I thought of something else. But, but mine still hasn't updated yet. Yeah, but me neither. I still yeah. has the, I just looked, still, but, okay. but it, trust us, it's we'll changing to, to it. the black mm-hmm. X. Okay. okay. Lots to get to in this half hour. We'll start with that record setting weekend at the box office. Yeah. Barbie and Oppenheimer shared release dates and a lot of hype leading up to it. And together they combined for one of the largest opening halls in all of movie history. NBC's Kaylee Hartung is in LA with more on this. Hey, Kaylee, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Yeah, just as some were worried about summer movie revenue, suddenly Hollywood has a pair of hits. This so-called Barbenheimer double feature proving opposites really do attract, as summer's biggest titles have fans rushing back to the movies. From the pink sands of Barbie land to the isolated New Mexican desert, audiences are flocking to the theaters. Did you bring your rollerblades? I literally go nowhere without them. With Barbie boasting a record-setting $155 million domestically and Oppenheimer blowing up with an $80 million debut on opening weekend, the two opening on the same weekend, causing a wave of online anticipation and double-feature excitement. Barbie, icon, timeless icon. Big Christopher Nolan fans. Barbenheimer, as fans have dubbed it, enjoying the biggest box office weekend since the pandemic and even soaring past big-screen hits like Super Mario Brothers and Spider-Man. Greta Gerwig's Barbie is making even more history, the film raking in the highest-ever opening weekend for a female director. The massive earnings come as Hollywood is embracing a wave of nostalgia and hoping to avoid a downward spiral. From major titles underperforming during a summer movie slump to the impact of the ongoing writers and actors' strikes, unions for both groups are asking the alliance that represents studios, including NBC Universal, for higher pay. Another summer surprise, Sound of Freedom, a controversial faith-based film about child trafficking that's already raked in $100 million at the box office. Studios hoping to replicate the success of the double-screen battle will have to think outside the box. And I don't know if we'll ever see something quite like this again. As Barbenheimer has audiences tickled pink and Hollywood seeing green. So first, I need to compliment you on your choice of your outfit today. That's a 10, a 10 plus in pink. Okay, so Kaylee, do you think that this craze, this Barbenheimer craze may move the needle when it comes to unions and studios getting ready with a strike? that's been going on for well, a bit now. Well, first of all, thank you, Hoda. I appreciate that a ton. And that is the billion-dollar question that you just asked. Some experts say that these strikes could be over in a few weeks. Others say it could take months. And now, with millions made from Barbie and Oppenheimer and the boost to the bottom line from this past weekend alone, experts say the studios may not be feeling as pressured to reach a deal right now. So mm. stay tuned. All right, Kaylee, thank you so much. Still ahead, mm-hmm. we've got news from Oscar winner Jamie Foxx. He broke his silence. An emotional message after the medical emergency that sidelined him for months and the questions this morning about all of it that still remain. But first, you want to get away? Vicky's here. She's going to save you some money on airfare. Hey, Vicky. Good morning, Hoda and Savannah. There is still time to book that last-minute summer getaway. Plus, I'll tell you when you should start thinking about your holiday travel and when to get the best deals there. That's coming up next right here on Today. And without a Saturday stay over, that fare difference will be $1,137.11. Did you want me to book you the seat? Okay. All right. <laughs> 
<laughs> ben Stiller and Meet the Parents, that is a classic. And we've all experienced the frustration of the cost of booking a last-minute flight. This morning, though, we may have some good news here. That's right, because now could be the best time to score a summer deal. And, of course, it's never too early to start thinking about fall, Thanksgiving, even Christmas. The holidays, mm-hmm. really? NBC's Vicki Wynn is here with tips for snagging the best bargains. If you thought, oh, I've, I've missed the boat, yeah, I can't yeah. get a summer trip planned, there are some fares right mm-hmm. now. There are, Savannah. Hang on. <laughs> it is not too late, but you have to act fast. We talked to Scott Keys from formerly of Scott's Cheap Flights, now Going.com. He says there's two sweet spots during the summer. The first two weeks of June, the last two weeks of August. We've obviously missed the first two weeks of June. But what you want to do right now, monitor prices for August. Mm. Write this down. Skyscanner. Google Flights, Going.com, and Hopper.com. Those websites will do the work for you. You just enter where you want to go and when, and you'll get an email that says, hey, here are the prices. They've gone up, they've gone down. So that's for the end of August. The other thing to do, it is true, if you fly on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, you will save typically up to $100 round trip. This, according to the folks at Hopper, Haley Berg, the lead economist there, the first flight of the day will also save you money. And we're doing this actually this summer. We're flying out to the West Coast on one airline, flying back on another. Better schedule, better fare. And finally, use up all those rewards. You might be closer to a free night or a free flight than you realize. You know, it's funny. Sometimes when you think about international travel, you think, oh, that's going to be way too pricey. But actually, that may be the way to go. It's pretty pricey right now, according to Hopper. Prices are Average for an international round trip ticket, 971. That's up five and a half percent from last year. Europe is for sure a hot spot. London, Paris, Rome. It's that revenge travel I was telling you about. Mm -hmm. People have been pent up for the last two years and they're Mm -hmm. unleashing themselves on Europe. But consider an alternate destination, right? Instead of Venice or Amsterdam, which is $1,400 on average right now, you could go to a Reykjavik, Iceland, mm-hmm. a Porto, Portugal, or even a Dublin, Ireland. Those are some alternate locations. Mm. Or you could opt out of Europe altogether. Buenos Aires right now, $880. Oh, I wow. hear the stakes in Argentina are amazing. Uh-huh. Uh, compare that to London, which is 1100 round trip right now. Or think closer to home. On the East Coast, we've got the Caribbean two to three hours away and our neighbors to the north and the south with Tres Amigos, Canada mm-hmm. and Mexico, if you yeah. want some international flair. Cool. So, I mean, if you it, I can't, can't get the fare you want for summer, what about the fall? Are there any mm-hmm. good prices in like September and October before it gets mm-hmm. too cold? Yes, that is the best time, Savannah, according to Scott and the folks at Hopper. September is the time because mm. all the kids are back in school. You're not dealing with all of those families. They call it shoulder season, which is a great time. You'll see prices down probably around 30 to 40 percent from summer peak travel. Mm. And by the way, if you were looking to get your luau on, it's the best time to go to Hawaii. Fewer tourists, lower airfare, lower hotel rates, more wiggle room at the beach, more room to wiggle your toes in the sand. I love that. And the weather's good. And the weather's still amazing. All right. I can't believe we're talking about Thanksgiving and Christmas, but (laughs) is it the right time to start booking? Never too early to start thinking about going home for the holidays or wherever you want to go for the holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas. They say Typically, the best times to book will be end of September, early October. But here's the thing. If you find a great price right now, mm-hmm. most airlines have done away with those change fees that we were just showing Ben Stiller dealing with in that movie. So you can always book now. If you find a price that is lower, just cancel your original reservation, rebook, 
The only caveat is make sure you didn't book a basic economy because you would be charged a change fee for that. How to read the fine print yeah. on those. Vicky, mm, thank, thank you very Vicky. much. Mr. Roker, you book your holiday travel since you've probably uh, done your Christmas shopping. Well, we're staying, we're staying close to home. Oh, okay. so, so there's that. There's that. Now, if you're thinking about temperatures cooling off anytime soon, forget about that. Look at next week's outlook. Uh, we're talking warmer than average temperatures stretching from coast to coast, literally in the, the really hot spots from Miami, Tampa, Jackson, Raleigh, St. Louis, Albuquerque, Cleveland, and look at August's outlook. Cooler than average in the plains, but otherwise, the country staying warmer than average right now, the way it looks through August. And in all likelihood, July is going to be the hottest month ever on the planet. So it is going to be a toasty one for the next 30 days at least. Take a look for today. We are looking at record highs in the plains, possible thunderstorms and showers making their way into the mid-Atlantic states. The summer sizzle continues through the south with some showers in the Pacific Northwest. And that is your latest weather. Guys? All right. Thank you. Coming up, how to use common kitchen items like green tea and oatmeal Mm -hmm. in your skincare routine. We're going to talk to a dermatologist about some of the hacks taking over social media. All right, coming up on Popstar today, why a weekend karaoke performance by Victoria and David Beckham that has Spice Girls fans in a frenzy wow. this morning. Oh, and then calling all early birds, why people of all ages are wrapping up the day much sooner than they used to, the surprising benefits that come with that 5 p.m. reservation. <laughs> yes. We've been doing it for years. <laughs> Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel.